0: ladies and gentlemen of the jury we find the defendant guilty I, I really hope you don't forget about this podcast so when we ask you to come back after like you have something opening in the box office like the people not on by then even though we should be like you know come back come back to the courtroom fuck with us
1: of course I definitely, that's guaranteed we gonna stamp that. What's today? October twentieth, twenty
0: twenty
1: one. Definitely making a return. It's
0: a contract.
1: Herbal contract.
0: It's a contract. We ain't cutting that part out. <laughs> oh,
2: thank you. Mm-mm-mm. So, friend, my good friend, what would you suggest
1: is the
2: most difficult role that you've done?
1: Difficult. Um, I think I'm going to go when I first started, I, um, my first role, um, it was basically about Ashley, the Ashley Renee project. That's what it was called. I was in college when I did it. Um, and there was a scene in there where my character got raped. Um, so like, that was probably like the toughest scene I had. Cause I really had to like dig into those emotions, mm-hmm. um, to make it, you know, seem real. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably the toughest.
3: You made yourself cry.
1: Um, I did. I did have to make myself cry, and then like I ended up did an attempted suicide. So yeah.
3: Oh wow, that's really shit.
1: Right. That, that was shit. and that was like yeah. I said that was my first film. Like like a, I started pursuing like professionally pursuing my career in 2016. So this production was I think uh, like end of 2016, early 2017. So like I was still learning the craft of everything like I didn't even know my lines like we would they were feeding me lines um so trying to tap into the emotions while also like uh everything else lines and everything it was it was tough but it worked out it definitely made me realize like nah, this is what I want to do so
0: <laughs> yeah okay I, I do have a question um so you recently played Sabrina in a 2020 mini-series called Be Careful What You Ask For. Mm-hmm. I was I was checking your IMBD. <laughs> so with that role, uh oh, well, first you can purchase this on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime. Go ahead and check it out. Uh Bri and I will be watching it this weekend. Yes. But with that role, how do you get prepared for a character if they give you a script?
1: Um, so my process is and don't judge first thing first i always thank god for the role and then i go through the script i just read it like straight through like a i don't make any character notes or anything i just read it straight through then i go back and then i go through my character and figure out okay who is she what's her story um what you know what's her role what does she bring to the to the film as a whole and then um once I kind of get the character breakdown, then that's when I kind of go back and start working on my lines. And I don't work on memorizing my lines until I understand what's going on in the script and what's going on with my character. Then I start memorizing my lines and then I speak with my cast. Always we have rehearsals, table reads and ask questions with the, the writer and the director. And yeah, and then once it's filming day, then we just take it from there. But that's the biggest part about if you want a successful like performance it's your preparation like actually understanding because you want to become the character like once I hit the the camera I'm no longer Daisha I am out in that role I was Sabrina so
3: that's interesting because that kind of leads into my question and you know, some of the things that I, I hear about Hollywood and acting that I always thought was interesting and funny is the term method acting. And you always see like uh, behind the scenes of these dudes still in character and they offset and shit like that. Is, is that something that you've done or consider or, or what do you think about that particular uh, method?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I don't break character. Like anyone that's ever worked with me on set, they know, like, even when we have our breaks, I go off. Like, well, I always like, depending upon how big of the production is, if it's like a a big production where you really can't talk to the director and such as much, then I would just probably go to like um, the AD or um, someone else um, that doesn't have their hands heavy, Um, And making, like, setting up for the next scene and just say, oh, how was that performance? Do you have any suggestions for me? And then I go off in my corner and I, I stay in character because one, like, your emotions are so, can be so fragile to where one thing could just offset you, you know, so staying in character, even when the camera's not rolling for me is, like, vital. So, yeah, people, like, and I tell people all the time, like, once we're done filming, you'll see more of my personality. But when we're filming, like I'm in I'm in work mode. Like I I, I gotta stay focused because I I want to bring a good performance um, every time I'm on camera.
3: That's so dope because like I feel like when you're able to do that as an actor, you learn so much socially about people because you're mm-hmm. you're basically submerging yourself into someone else's life. Yeah. Mm. That's
1: literally what it is. Like you literally, that's what like when you take an acting class or just working amongst other actors, they tell you, you, Dacia, whoever you are, is at the like you left that person at the front door. Like now you are embodying this person. Like think about when you watch like Jamie Foxx or Will Smith and the characters that they have portrayed, like they really dig deep into and do their research on who it is that they're portraying. Because like I said, like about how many times you don't watch a movie and you're like oh this is horrible like you don't want to be that actor or actress I don't so I want people to really feel you know what I mean my love and my passion for my craft and also be like oh yeah I can't wait to see what's next like when you see Will Smith got a movie you're gonna go watch it because you know he delivers in every movie
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely, man that that point that you made about being a method actor and how you stay in character I never thought about the focus that it must take to not have something like fuck up your day because say someone like me, just one little thing, like it could set me off. If Mm -hmm. if you leave dots when I'm texting you back and the shit disappears now, I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) no, for real, like that, that could fuck up somebody's entire hour. But you're on set. You don't have that time to spare to get your mind back right. So yeah how hard is it to stay focused if it's hard at all and number two what do you do to stay in that zone like do you meditate like on the side outside of it because right. it, it has to take something in you to to stay focused like that
1: yeah um well usually when I'm on set I I don't have my phone like I put my phone on do not disturb and I always communicate to everyone that matters no offense <laughs> like, hey, I'm on set today, like, and everyone pretty much knows, like, when I'm on set, like, I'm I'm in my zone, because I don't, I'm, I'm such a, uh, if you, I'm one of those people, like, I, I feel people's emotions, so I have to block myself out, but I definitely do meditate, um, especially if I'm about to go on set, like, being around people, I have to make sure I have control of my energy, because it's, I mean, it's it's still a job, like, so you, you know, it's always going to be somebody that come on the job that's like complaining. And it's like, what you complaining for? Like, you're not happy to be here. Like, I'm so happy to be here. So yes, I meditate. I pray. Um, I listen to, um, inspirational messages like Sarah Jake Roberts and, um, to kind of just keep my mind centered on my purpose and why I'm here, because I mean, we're human at times. You're going to get discouraged, but when you know your purpose and what what it is that you're doing it for, like all that other, all that other stuff, it's like it doesn't even matter.
0: Mm. Okay, so that could lead me to my next question, which is when you're working uh opposite, <clears throat> let me swallow. <laughs> Pause.
2: Oh man.
3: oh man, you caught me on a delay, man.
0: <laughs> okay, let me let me get back. Right, let me get right. There. Let me focus, hold on.
2: <laughs> and <scene. laughs>
0: OK, so you played a character named Lucy uh, in a film called Stolen Lilies. Mm-hmm. And in that it had uh, what's my guy's name?
2: Bob um, um, Woolard. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Carly Redd. Yes. So going back to staying focused, when you're working with actors who have a name like that, Jamal Woolard, uh, if you guys don't know, he played Biggie in the movie Notorious. Mm-hmm. But when you're working with actors like that, is it in your head that you have to stay even more focused or do you get a chance to bond with them? Like, how's that go?
1: Um, so for that particular uh, film, mentally, I'm like excited because I'm like, oh, it's not like i would be watching these folks on TV, but then. Per, like on the outside, I rem- like I remind myself like you're here and I'm here, so that means that we're supposed to be here. So not to like discredit anyone or their talent, but no one is higher than the other. Like we're all here because we're supposed to be here. So let me act like you know what I mean. I'm supposed to be here. Like you just don't know my name yet, but you will. Just you know, just hold on. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I that do too. Right. Like chest out energy.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. I love it.
1: But no, I'd definitely be excited inside. I'd be like, oh, snap. <laughs> I call say? my daddy like, daddy, guess who I met today? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to switch gears a little bit from acting. Uh, and when Tookie uh, was introducing you, she mentioned something that perked my ears up. And, you know, I'm, I, am um, at heart, I'm a sociologist and I love learning about new industries. Mm-hmm. And she said something that I never considered being a job model coach. Yes. What what is that like? Is that a a busy industry? Is it something that uh, if you know what you're doing, you can actually get work in? Tell me a little bit about model coaching.
1: Yeah, honestly. So like I started, I've had that vision. Like when I first started modeling, like I was modeling, like before I even moved to Atlanta. And so I didn't have anyone guiding me or, um, you know, just, yeah, just guiding me on my journey. And if I found someone, then they weren't really like, they were all about it for the money instead of like actually trying to help, you know what I mean? This black girl, you know, pursue her dreams. And I told myself, originally I told myself, I'm going to make sure that when I get in the position, I will be an instructor to where I can help serve you know anyone that just financially was not able to get the resources to model and that's where the model phase came about but yeah I mean it's a great so far I've been in it um I've been professionally pursuing it for uh, my business for a year now and I love it because I love to teach um I love to um help people see their potential um And I get to do that while also still modeling myself because I I believe that you should not have an instructor that is not actively in the business. So like, I'm not about to, you know, become a astronaut and the person that's teaching me is a dentist, (laughs) like you know,
3: right, right.
1: So, and that's one thing I always tell my students: like, whether you work with me or you work with someone else, just make sure that they're active in the business. Because one thing about the modeling industry, it changes. Like years ago, I'm I'm five two. Uh, you wouldn't catch too many five two models hitting a runway and not with no hips or none of that you know what i mean especially you know with our culture and how we are shaped and built but nowadays it's plus size model short model petite models like everyone's hitting the runway so you just want to make sure that you're working with someone that's still active in the business
3: so uh what ages i'm sorry Des. what ages um does it range like clients and stuff like
1: that? So I service all ages, all sizes. Um I have I currently have two child uh models that I work with, and then I have a male model, um, and then just uh I have a plus size model I work with occasionally, but yeah, I service all ages and sizes.
2: Uh, and awkward yeah, as people like me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: She's great in front of the camera. I am
2: horrible. At that. <laughs> Uh, she tells me this all the time, but it's a lie. Okay, and uh, my first photo shoot that I had, I'm in front of the camera, like, okay, DeSha, what should I do with my face? Like, yeah. she's like, you know, what I mean, she's like, you're fine. Just kind of relax your shoulders a little bit and lift your head. I mean, and it came like the photos looked like I knew what I was doing, and she made me feel like, like I knew what I was doing, like I had this. So, um. I mean, one thing that she I didn't hear her say about herself is she she's very inspirational. You know what I mean? Like on onset and offset. Um oh, thanks. And that, you know what I mean? Like that's something that I, I feel that helps her stand out in that industry as well. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I do have a question about that because modeling that again, uh, we're talking in pre-production. Damn it, God, I make a lot of edits. Excuse me. Uh, fuck it up. But we were talking in pre-production about uh you being the first actor I know, and you are the first model that I I know now as well. So how did you get into it? Like for the regular Joe Schmo who's sitting at home who thinks, you know what, I think I'm a I'm a good looking person. Like, what made you get into it and pursue it as a
2: A career. It sounds like business thinking about modeling, right? Let me know. (laughs) Let Let me know. We can definitely get you in front of the camera.
1: (laughs) 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 No, um, but for me, it was like you know, growing up, like I was, I was always that person that was like, "Oh, I want to be on TV. I want to be on TV." And I just, I never grew out of that. And then as I got older, like once I turned eighteen, I told myself I'm going to pursue it. And I, like I said, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone in my family, like. No, everyone thought I was crazy. Like, really, like you're finna you went to school, got a degree, and you're gonna pursue modeling and acting. Like, yes, because this is what I want to do. Um, but if this is what you really wanna do, or even if it's something that you're interested in exploring, like just do it. Like there's in this day and age is so many resources that are available to you that can kind of get you started. You know what I mean? If you're a reader. There are books available. I have um, Model Phase. We have um, a model terminology guidebook that's available only for $5. And we also have our phase one, the foundation that's out. So if you're interested in getting started in modeling, that is a great tool. YouTube is your best friend. It's a free resource. Like when I first started, I was definitely on YouTube um, and America's Next Top Model. I literally binge watched that and was studying those, you know what I mean, outside of the reality TV of it. But I was studying the things that all the judges and the panelists were saying. And I would, you know, just find different casting calls and um, auditions. And if I got booked for something, I'm an observer naturally. So I'm the type of person, I'm gonna sit in the back and just kind of watch everybody and just take note of everything. So when you're going to castings and auditions, like pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to don't take it into where you're like critiquing and you know, uh trying to be competitive, but take it in like, oh, like what can I learn? What am I taking away from this experience that can only advance me further? So that's kind of like what I have done and it's worked for me. And I just you you gotta always be interested and eager to learn, like never stop learning.
0: Mm. Can I can I double up on the question, y'all? Go, yeah, go. Go. yeah. Yeah yeah okay uh, as Took pointed out earlier, I am ghetto.
2: Yes, but I wanted to do her stuff for my friend.
0: So I have, to, <laughs> I have to ask some ratchet questions. Oh, and I it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but as a model and someone who uh, isn't an actor, how do you deal with haters? Like, have you gotten into physical altercations yeah. with women? Like, growing up, did you ever get picked on? You had to fight your way out of shit?
1: Can I answer <laughs> Can I? <laughs> I don't give a fuck because one thing about me baby you're not gonna say it to my face and if you do please, please be ready because I'm ready yeah I remember I told you
0: Florida bro <laughs> oh I forgot you right my bad
1: and I oh. grew up I tell people all the time and I never realized how and I'm, I'm blessed that I was in I grew up the way I did but I grew up around boys so like growing up around my cousins and them like all that crying and all that extra No, we not doing that. You're going to get beat up. And so, like, not to take it, like, not to say I'm out here just around here fighting folks, but, <laughs> but I don't have time. Like, if it's not, you if it's, it's not cashing me? a check, <laughs> it's not, it's not doing nothing for me. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, love it. Smoking on that <laughs> hater hate pack. It
1: that way. I got another
2: uh, ratchet you know, question. <laughs> um, Two of them. Crying. How do you I know that you have to, you know, you were saying that you have to you stay in character and you really study the character and embody the things they've gone through. But how do you cry on demand? Is it that you think about something that makes you want to cry or how does that work?
1: Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie, it's a hit or miss for me. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the point where I'm like instantly boom. But it feels like a I have been in like intimate sets to where it's probably like, two or three of us in the room, not including like the crew, but like castmates. Um, and I I am able, yeah, I think about, you know, anything with my grandma, I'm just like, she touched my heart. So I think about something with her or um, I'm already a crybaby, honestly. So like, I, I just find different things that will put me in that but it has to be like a small setting. I like if it's a bunch of people, you finna get this thug. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I need a small setting. <laughs> but oh, yeah, the, it's a hit or a miss. I want to get to the point where like I can eventually, and that's something I actually have been working on and studying. But I'm just not there yet. But what about,
3: what
1: about the the sex scenes? um so like of
0: course too <laughs> oh, wow look at too.
1: um i haven't been like no i take that back mm-hmm. i take that back because this is uh, this one hasn't came out yet mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i mean like I, it's crazy because you would think in my experience it'd be the men that i'd be having to persuade like no it's okay we can <laughs> we can do this like they be like no i don't want to touch you i'm like yo like we're on camera right now like i want to sell, like sex sell so let's sell it so me i'll be all for it you know what i mean as long as we keep it professional right.
2: like don't call me after
1: yeah that. like don't do that because one i don't date inside my industry so like we just got to keep it professional but honestly i'm let's go let's let's make this magic baby you want to check
2: or not
1: right right
0: OK, well, that leads me to one of my questions, um, too. I'm going to keep it ghetto again. Um, and no offense is taken when I ask this question. It's just not something enough. that I've heard in the industry. Um, is the casting couch real or have you heard about it? If you're trying to make your way up, is there a certain couch that you go to to get ahead?
1: Um, I have not experienced that. Um, one thing about me, I'm very vocal. Um, and I make it known like I'm here for my business. Um, so anything extra, count me out. Me. If you if you feel like that's the only way I can get the role, baby, the role not for me then.
0: Have you experienced that yet? Like a Harvey Weinstein situation?
1: Um have I not so with acting, I have with modeling. I have more so with modeling um, because you just get like creepy photographers that be like, oh, yeah, like show a little bit of this. No, that's not what I booked you for. That's that's not what I want to do. Um, yeah, not so much with acting, more so with modeling. I have experienced something like that. But mm. one thing about me, like I, I'm set. And if you're in this industry or trying to get into this industry, you need to be set in your morals and who you are and what you stand on, because it's so easy for you to easily get persuaded like you'll have someone with a camera be like yeah I can get you on this and this and this and all you got to do is do this knowing you don't feel comfortable doing that and now he don't he or she don't promise you something that isn't even real and that's how you get trafficked
2: in Yugoslavia right (laughs) so so I'm like, let me, let me take you over here. You can be a mom. Yeah, Mm-mm. absolutely. Mm. Well,
0: while, you have, while we have you, I do want to speak uh, and go back to the competitiveness of both of your industries. So how how do you get ahead? Like for the, the the people that are trying to pursue or even get to where you are, what would you tell them? Like, how do you stand out in your competitive field?
1: Being yourself, because at the end of the day, there's no one like you and you cannot rush this process. And, I, and I'm saying that and I'm also speaking to myself, too. Um, this is on, like there's no blueprint to acting your modeling. like think Like when you're a doctor, you go to school, you go to med school, you pass the exam and then you're a doctor that's that's that and then you're working acting there's no blueprint you take your classes you might get booked for something then you're back in classes you might not be getting booked for a little bit and you're like what's happening taking more classes like it's no blueprint to acting or modeling so just being yourself because at the end of the day you we were all made you know in our own individual ways so just staying true to you and what it is that you know, the vision and the purpose that you have on your life and your time will come. Like I literally got casted for my last film. I just did. Um, and this reassured me on, you know, what's for me is for me. The casting director literally told me she went through, like, she got over 200 submissions and she said, mine stood out. She knew she wanted me. And I was just like, really? Like me? Like, out of all these people i'm pretty sure and it's the production company is a big production company so i'm like girl i'm pretty sure you got friends you know what i mean because that's also about this industry too it's you know what i mean not also what you know but who you know and i'm just like wow like and it kind of clicked like what's for you is for you like there's a role out there for everybody it just you just have to put your put your time and you got to pay your dues mm. so feeding off of that how do you handle not getting called
2: back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I handle it much better now. And I think it's just because I end up taking like more uh time with myself, but it's not a reflection of you know what I mean your talent or it's not a reflection of you not being good. It's just that's it's just the industry, you know what I mean? And it now I've gotten to the point where every every audition for me is practice. Yeah. So whether I book it or I don't that's just something it's more experience. I remember a time when I wasn't getting auditions at all. Like I was submitting and was not getting an audition. Now I can submit and at least I can submit the, let's, let's say like five, and I can at least get two mm-hmm. auditions back. So now I'm kind of, I'm just more grateful of the fact that I'm in, like, I'm still progressing. You know what I mean? might not be exactly what I want at this point in my life, but it's not where I started. So I'm doing something right. And for those that are interested too, like, it, it, this is this is this a marathon like it does not happen over time and I always watch like other actors and actresses success stories to kind of motivate me so if this is what you're trying to pursue do that as well you, you, you mentioned something
3: that's interesting to me because I also love processes and you said up uh, submitting so mm-hmm. when you said you said that it made me instantly click in my mind there must be a process to submitting for a role can you talk yes. about that
1: yes so um it, so it also depends. Um, one thing about acting like this industry, it always depends on, you know what I mean? The production company, everyone wants something different, but the gist of it is you want to have your resume. You want to have a headshot, a professional headshot, not a selfie. Oh um, and, um, a real, um, or just not, if, if you don't have a real, at least a monologue or something showing your performance, um, and yeah, you just submit that. There's different sites you can submit it on. Um, most of them you rec- will require like you to pay a fee, or if you have an agent, then you know you can go that route. Um, or some people, you know, Instagram. Um, if it's like a smaller production company, then you can just submit via email or however that company um, wants you to submit. But yeah, for the most part, the basics: your resume, your head sh- professional headshot, and reel or a monologue just a video showing your work because you can put anything on a resume.
3: Yeah. That's interesting to know things like that because, you know, there's a million kids out there thinking they going to do it and just don't understand processes, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's what I think with this industry too, because I'm guilty of it. You know, I I knew I was going to put work in, but, um, I definitely, I remember as a kid, like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, you see those little ads on, like, Facebook or whatever. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry's looking for somebody. Submit mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And them be scams. And you'd be like, well, dang. Like, Tyler Perry, <laughs> I thought you wanted me.
3: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, you definitely, it definitely, it's a craft that you really have to hone in, not only protect, but just, you know, take seriously.
2: Yeah, and I, I know I've seen, um, you know, uh, maybe auditions that you have, that've been on Instagram where they had the different people that did submit mm-hmm. um, auditions for different roles or um, different uh, shoot modeling shoots. And I can, I can't applaud your professionalism um, because I've seen some where, you know, they'll ask, you know, why you're a good pick and this and the other. And I've seen like some competitions that Dasha has been in and the girl's like, Oh, and you should pick me cause I'm a Leo and everybody loves Leo. Like
3: I used to sing on my mama coffee table when I was a kid. You should. I, mean,
2: <laughs> I I'd honestly take that over you feeling like they should pick you because you're a Leo. <laughs> like,
1: like, What is this adding to the brand? And that's another thing too. Like, To be an artist, you have to realize, like, yes, of course, you're talented, but what, why, beyond why they should pick you, what are you going to add to that production? And I think that's what most people fail to realize. Like, yeah, you want to be seen, but as much as we want, we need somebody. We also want to gain. The company wants to gain too. Like, they're not just doing this for you know shits and giggles. Like, no, they're trying to make money. So, are you marketable? Are you like as she said, are you professional? what can you bring? Because we know that we can bring you. You know what I mean. You're looking for film. You know what I mean. You're looking for something to add to your resume. You're real great, but you also got to be able to, you know, add back to that company. Is
2: there a with you being a model coach? Is there people that just should not model?
1: Um, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so, because there's always something out there for everybody. Like I said, like now the industry has expanded so much to where everyone's being represented. So you have, you know, people with disabilities. Um, I've actually worked with a model that was in a wheelchair and I loved working with her because her spirit was so high. And, you know what I mean? She's going to be that representation for other people that, you know, have, you know, I, I can't recall what was, uh, well, the reason why she was in a wheelchair, but that you don't have those type of disabilities, so I personally don't, as long as you have the passion for it, if you got the passion for it, let's work, like, I can we can definitely figure all that other stuff out like, so,
3: so you can work with my big ass and my dad Bob. dad, <laughs> my dad, bod. dad
1: bod. <laughs> they're, they're, listen, you, you, you to represent yes, bod. you you gotta you gotta represent for all the other dads <laughs> Does
2: that? that you feel the same way, um, regarding people who are pursuing acting. Do you think that anybody can do it?
1: Okay. It's a little different. (laughs) Acting was a little different. And I only say this because like, like people jump into acting thinking it's just an easy craft to, it takes me personally, it takes more out of me, I can say for acting. So, some people, they might just get it naturally. Um, but I've had more experiences of people complaining on being on a 12, 14 hour set than being on a five, six hour photo shoot set, because on the photo shoot set, it's more you, you're the focus Mm -hmm. compared to you being on a film set. You're not always going to be the focus, even if you are the lead, like in majority of time, if you're starting out, you're, you're not going to be the lead, but like I said, you just got to have the passion for it. If you got the passion for it, then you'll be willing to jump through those hurdles to get to where you're going. But if you're, your heart is not in it, don't bring your ass on set because people like me don't want to hear you complaining and whining all day because you're here for 12 hours, I'm here for 12 hours. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. That's a long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've heard it. I'm sure. I'm
2: sure. I can only imagine.
1: I'd be like, where my corner? <laughs>
2: so uh, y'all got any more acting modeling questions because I want to move to another business of hers
0: Ooh, I'm good let's go
2: so again um, in pre-production or when I was doing your introduction I mentioned that uh, Daisha is also a mobile bartender with that when you're making your new drinks and coming up with your 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 different recipes how what inspires you to like is it like okay, I know I like tequila, let me just make some tequila or do you try to consider everyone's palates and what they like to drink?
1: Yeah, so like with my customers, I always ask them like what's your favorite, like what do you like to drink? Because me personally, I'm a brown drinker, so like and I know a lot of people, especially females, aren't gonna drink brown. Um, and then men like beer or they'll drink you know it on ice or just neat right. um so yeah i i more so get my um inspiration from and i also watch a lot of um youtube um videos just of different um cocktail mixes that i um that might inspire me not but oh i, like, I want to that sounds good but i want to add a little twist to it i think this flavor would be really good i yeah i love alcohol <laughs> so like I love to experiment with it and try different things and I'd be like calling Tookie like I got a new drink (laughs) you want to try it um and she be with it so yeah I I definitely ask my customers like what is it that you like and a a lot of surprisingly a lot of people like vodka really oh yes and I just be like okay I gotta find a (laughs) test taster for that right vodka just gives me a bad headache but but yeah I like to just ask people that I speak with, just even in random conversation too. Like, what do you like to drink? Mm-hmm. And it, and then it makes me want to do research. That's another thing too. Like I'm, yes, I'm a, a, a mobile bartender, but I also, I want to make sure like, I'm actually studying. Like, as I said, I like to learn. So I'm studying the different alcohol, like Netflix got this uh, whole series about like alcohol. This guy just goes around the world and just like learn about all different types of alcohol and the effects of it. So like stuff like that, like, I get a little nerdy on that, but it's, like, real cool. <laughs> I like alcohol. <laughs> That's just dope. That's just Do you dope. feel
2: like, um, so right now, Cosmigos is the the staple drink in mm-hmm. the industry. Um, do you feel like people drink drinks based off of the hype, or do you feel like people genuinely are looking for the effect the the feel the lack of hangover the you know all the other stuff that goes into it
1: right um i definitely feel like um it's like with anything like once everyone catches wave of it then everybody want to hop on it but i've actually drunk casamigos i love reposado yes and i do not like 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 i said i'm a brown drinker so for me to drink the Reposado, I did not wake up like with like a he- bad hangover, nothing. Like I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So like I, the hype, the hype is definitely uh it's worth it. Um and I actually have a Casamigos drink um that I make. Um uh, th- the blue dream. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I yeah, it's good. That's I, my favorite. Y'all, I got to taste test that one in the process.
1: I was it is crazy i did an event i made it specific uh specifically for this um birthday party and when i tell you like them folks loved it like that's all they kept coming back for and i like had like a whole bunch of other drinks i'm like y'all try this other stuff and they was like no we want the blue dream and i'm like all right
0: (laughs) she (laughs) out here like frank lucas (laughs)
2: I I just think I really find that interesting the the bartending and you know just composing drinks Um, you know I like to cook and bake so it's pretty cool that you know, that that alcohol has a, a, you know, I mean, like a recipe book that yeah. technically goes along with this, it. not just like, all right, let me take this shot. Like, it's more to it, more to it. Than that. Yeah, it definitely I, is.
3: I got a drink question. I'm You know, I like to drink a little bit, but I'm by no means a drinker. But when I drink, I like whiskey. Ooh, could okay. You, could you give me like a, a, you know, something that under the radar quality whiskey that I probably wouldn't know?
1: who what do you what do you drink now, whiskey? like what do you uh, go to the store and buy?
3: well, you know niggas drink crown roll
1: right, you.
3: <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> you know but I, I like uh let me see
1: you ever tried rye whiskey
3: yes, uh I think let me think of what company made it, it I really didn't like it, but it was a cheap company um yes. see i'm I'm not really a drinker, so I don't know names and
2: stuff right, like that. so you yeah. want people just take the shots. No, I, I I know
3: I recognize that Woodford like I recognize that's something okay. that something mm-hmm. that I like that's a good one. Um uh some numbers but I don't want to get the numbers wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
1: Not get the
2: numbers wrong.
3: I don't get the numbers wrong, you know. I recognize it when I see it. You
1: know? Right, right. I'm um, there's actually a whiskey I just recently tried. Um what is the name? It was... Was with, it with me? With B-Head. Oh. I like that. What was the name of it? I and I remember. kept saying I was going to go back and get... um And make a cocktail with it. My god brother, like, he likes
2: alcohol that makes me feel like I got... Chest hair is growing instantly while I'm there. you
3: know, you, you would think that about whiskey, but whiskey, man, you get the right one. That's a nice yeah,
1: the right one. That one wasn't bad. Um, I've recently I had someone uh introduce me to McCollin,
3: never heard of it. That's great. Yeah, I saw that one.
1: That one I like, it's pretty smooth. Um, so I would definitely try suggesting that one. Um, what about Johnny
0: Walker, great. I'm not even a drinker.
1: You're not a drinker?
0: No, 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 no. The only thing I do... No, no, no. Yeah, Toot knows. Toot <laughs> <laughs> seeing me on some sangria. I was lit. <laughs> oh,
1: not the <that's a> sangria? I was yo, friend.
0: No, it's, it's got to be but At least you know your limits. Me. Yeah, it's got to be tequila for me, or um, if I do go brown, I love my, just like Rod said, niggas love cognac too. So, Hennessy, <laughs> obviously. But um, whiskey, yeah, I think... I, the last time I tried it, it was Johnny Walker Blue Label,
2: and okay. it was decent. Okay. I do know of a cognac that I and I just saw an ad for it. I thought it was pretty cool they finally got on TV. Um, have y'all tried Martell before?
3: No. Nah. Oh. I've, I've seen it, though. I've seen the bottle. Yeah.
2: And it's not really one of the expensive ones just yet. Of course, people haven't gotten a hold to it, but I did mm-hmm. see that they had an ad with Janelle Monet on there, so we'll see where that's going. With that, but mm-hmm. um, I I like Martell. Yeah,
1: I I can drink that like way smoother than I can with like Hennessy. Oh, or... Absolutely! <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely! I don't. I
2: don't... and you like Hennessy. I'm. I don't. Um... I don't really prefer Hennessy. It it doesn't go down smooth for
0: me. When I was a drinker. I used to make love to a Hennessy bottle for <laughs> real I could put a I could put a whole one down in a night
1: listen My when God. I was in college Hennessy and Lemonade had a hold on me Ooh, that sounds
0: good she, I ain't never oh, heard. yes Hennessy yeah. and Lemonade I'm, I'm straight
3: on the head yeah
2: mm-hmm. but at alcohol, first
0: club it's over so come back next
2: year now, I- Business. I might start
0: drinking next year for. Hey, no, nah, oh y'all Lord. need to come
2: around for these taste tests tonight
1: so No, yes, yeah. so we oh, definitely need it. to. <laughs> y'all go, it's... y'all go, leave really, real good. Look, especially person. if
0: y'all two in there. Yeah, I know
2: how y'all. <laughs> We're gonna be talking shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of you shit. know what?
2: Funny. Have y'all ever heard of a pickleback before? Yes. Yes. I had never heard of it until yeah. somebody came to my house with some Jameson. And I was like, I cannot drink this. <laughs> but picklebacks. Fuck <laughs> with it. Maybe mm-hmm. liquor wear.
3: <laughs> and you
2: tried it too with like other liquors yes, too. Alcohol wear. I could take anything with some
1: pickle juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah that that that's
1: something that I, I learned this year and it, it does it yeah it definitely works but for it was crazy I love pickles but I couldn't do the pickle juice really like, yeah I don't know I just it was too much pickle I don't know <laughs>
2: not too much pickle so, if, if, if,
1: so it's less <laughs> pickle than the actual pickle
2: right
0: <laughs> 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 Damn. Too much it. pickle. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, it's too much pickle.
2: He caught it. Of course he caught it. I didn't even catch that one. Whoa. <laughs> God, this is undefeated. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. That is hilarious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Well, Day, Dayshah. We definitely, definitely appreciated having you here with us for this episode. Yes, um, round of applause. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Thank y'all for having me. I enjoyed being here. Hers, of course, why don't you go ahead and shout out
2: your social media platforms so that all of our listeners can go ahead and go follow you and put their orders in for model coaching, alcohol, or um, you know, just to follow my girl on film.
1: Yes. So my personal Instagram is dasha period r-o-z-i-e-r and then my if you're looking for model coaching it's d model phase p-h-a-s-e and then tastings with d is my mobile bartending business and you can find all of them on instagram and yeah holla at your girl let me know if you want to drink or you just need some help in front of the camera or if you just want to see my acting journey i'm there and she does pull up i do for the right price right
3: <laughs>
1: that part
2: <laughs> well again we have really really enjoyed having you here with us guys i've missed you both i'm glad to see your lovely faces um yeah and to all our listeners we back Thanks for letting us get a break. Welcome to the new season. We starting off with a celebrity in the building.
3: <laughs> we all won this time. We <laughs> own. <We> <laughs> make sure
2: that you all go and follow us on our social media platforms as well. That is The Game on Trial on Instagram. And don't forget to follow our Umbrella Network that is Creative Geniuses Network on Instagram as well as Twitter. Um, and... Wherever you are listening to your podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it. Show us some love. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. We are in our third fucking season, y'all. This is this mm. is, this is dope. This is crazy. I love it here. I love it here.
0: Mm. Mm. From daydreams to streams,
2: baby. Let's go. Period. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's up. It's up. All right, guys, well, we will see you all next week. Stay safe, kiss your families, um, wear your mask, uh, do whatever you need to do to keep you safe. Until next time, peace out.